Flying Mood Productions presents Laugh, Literature and Film. Broadcasting live from Flying Bull Productions Studios, it's Laugh, episode 45, the weekend entertainment edition for the May 22nd weekend. I am Mr. Two Frames, joined in studio by the L Train. How are you, sir? Pretty good. And we have a special guest, the Magistar. Hey. <laughs> Glad to have you here. And Thanks. I think you're also going to join us for uh, episode 46 as well, when we do our Mad Max review. Absolutely. This is our first co-host on a We Laugh. I like it. Yeah. I'm very excited that you're here. Uh, big weekend, Memorial Day weekend, two big films coming out. Well, wait, wait, this is Memorial Day, why do they have such crappy movies? <laughs> I'm excited. I picked one of these films for uh, the box office right. challenge. Very wisely, I might add. Go on. Since uh, we're tied and I only have one film left and you have two. I know, one of mine is, uh, it might do pretty decent in the box office. Jurassic World? Yeah. Yeah, I think right now my only chance of winning is if Jurassic World gets pushed back to a fall release. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No, I don't think so. But uh, We're tied right now? Do you have the numbers? Uh, I think I'm up by like a million on you. Do you know who what I predicted for... Uh, Pitch Perfect 2? Yeah. Yeah. 70 million? Do you know what they made last? 70, 70 million. million. Yeah, it's okay, amazing. <laughs> I was genuinely shocked by how well that film did. Well, I wasn't. Obviously, that's why, they, that's why I picked it. That's, that's why you should start sending in your names now. Yeah. For the box office challenge. Oh, well, well, hopefully Tomorrow Land will be uh, popular. It's going to have to make about $150 million. <laughs> It's going to have to be, it's going to have to do Avengers numbers. Are you going to spot me Monday's performance as well for the weekend? Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Still got a chance. Well. Then Dalton is here. Yeah. We got a fourth host. Dalton Trumbo Bull is very excited about Tomorrowland. Um, according to IMDb, this movie, uh, the plot summary is bound by a shared destiny, a teen bursting with scientific curiosity and a former boy genius inventor embark on a mission to unearth the secrets of a place somewhere in time and space that exists in their collective memory. Oh, sorry, wait. What? What? <laughs> I... I I, I know you. it sounds on paper like this movie isn't going to be good, but don't you have to give director Brad Bird some credit? With uh, I mean, he's done some other great movies. Animated uh, films. The Incredibles, Iron Giant. Uh, animated films. Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, the most recent Tom Cruise Excellent. action film. All right. I, I'm, I think Brad Bird lays an egg. <laughs> I think this is the one movie where he... I mean, everyone's got to have a, a bad movie every once in a while, I think. It's hard to put out winner after winner after winner after winner after winner. It's going to be a downturn. Fair Even the Coen Brothers. When have the Coen Brothers had a, a bad Burn movie? After reading. Burn After, after Reading? Burn After Reading? I mean, I yeah. liked it, but it, like the general public didn't like it. Right. it a good I liked it. All right, so Tomorrowland uh, stars Britt Robinson. Uh, she's from Under the Dome. She was also in, most recently, The Longest Ride. With Clint Eastwood, oh, that was one of my box office picks. Yeah. Uh, also, is George Clooney and Hugh Laurie, who played the Doctor on House. I like both of those guys, but that, the more I see of this movie, the less I want to see it. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like watching uh, a, an overweight person at the beach begin to disrobe. <laughs> <laughs> the more the more skin you see, the less you want to see. So. 
they're, they're putting out a lot of stuff. They're, they're, they're trying, they're casting a wide net to try to bring more people in, I think. It, it shows, it's, it reeks of desperation. What about the Clooney factor? I like Clooney factor. I like, I don't know if I like Hugh Laurie more now. I mean, he, he's pretty, uh, they're both pretty interesting. I'd like to see them together, actually, but maybe not in this movie, but I don't know. All right. But, I mean, from watching Fair the enough. trailers, I, I, I want to tell myself that you're only seeing the first 40 minutes of the film, that it's going to go places after the trailer. It's going to go into tomorrow. I, I mean, that's my hope, that they're showing you just enough to get you interested, but yet there's still going to be a lot of new uh, material to did cover. They, did they call it Tomorrowland because... Epcot Center would have been a bad title for a movie. <laughs> right? Who would go see Epcot's? I don't know. I, 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 I hate to crap on a movie before I've not seen it, but... Alright. Uh, Mr. Magus, are, are you excited about this? Will Will it be getting your uh, money? Uh, I'll probably see it, but uh, I'll wait till the reviews come out. I mean, I think it'll be... Well, I just gave you one. <laughs> well, yeah, but... We can't always trust your uh, penetrating uh, hey, insight into 70 million some uh, movies. That was Akka well, amazing. that's right. In the box uh, office challenge. Just letting you know. All right. So here's I, another. I think I'm going to see it. All right. So one no, one maybe, one yes. Well, you got three days to go see it. In. That I do. Here's another movie not to go see over the Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Poltergeist. What is going on? Why? Why remake Poltergeist? Why redo Poltergeist? Because they've remade all the other horror movies. Jason, Friday the 13th. Did they uh, remake them, or did they just continue well, the story? Because this is... Friday the 13th got a reboot. Nightmare on Elm Street got a reboot. They've done Halloween. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Hills Have Eyes. Have you heard of the movie Jin? Yeah. Uh, did you watch it? No. All right, so Toby Hooper, the original director of Poltergeist, was the director of the movie Jin, sponsored by the UAE, mm-hmm. United Arab and, uh, Immigrants, or Emirates. <laughs> Emirates. <laughs> it's about a family that comes to find that their home has been built on ancient burial grounds and that their house is haunted. So they're doing a remake of a remake of a remake for Poltergeist. But I don't know, it sounds exactly like Poltergeist, and Poltergeist sounds exactly like Poltergeist, and Poltergeist sounds like it's going to be horrible. Uh, Good cast, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, Rosemary... Rosemary DeWitt. Mm-hmm. What this movie doesn't have is Zelda Rubenstein. Oh, is she the creepy old lady? Tangina. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing about the movie. There's not much chance of there being another Zelda Rubenstein. A four foot three, uh, hundred and eighty four pound woman who's a a uh, poltergeister hunter person lady. <laughs> oh yeah, who just has that haunting voice. Yeah. Now then. If you were parents and you had a child you wanted to get into show business and your daughter was up for the casting of the creepy little girl girl role for this film. The Heather O'Rourke. Yeah, would you let your daughter go on to this role that's been cursed? You know, the original actress died of, like, stomach cancer or something. She had surgery to remove a bowel obstruction. Well, I might let her be in the movie, but I would never take her to get surgery on her bowels. According to Cracked.com, anybody that's ever appeared in a Poltergeist movie has died. Anyone? <laughs> yeah. Dominique Dunn, the the other daughter, mm-hmm. the original daughter, was choked out by her, choked to death by her boyfriend. Yeah, right before the first movie came out, right? 
Uh, I don't know. Or right around? I don't think so. No, it was, I think it was before the second sequel, okay. the sequel, the Poltergeist 2 or whatever. Voluntary manslaughter for choking out his girlfriend. Three and a half years in prison. Yeah. Well, hello? Three and a half years? Did he plead it was a consenting sexual act? No. He choked her. He got angry at her because she wanted to move back in with him. So she, he choked her, pled guilty. He called the cops and said, hey, you know, I just choked my girlfriend to death. Yeah, unfortunately, there's this history of women starring in horror movies getting murdered. I just found out uh, the uh, Curtis role in Psycho. She was killed. The, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis? Wait, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis' Curtis's mother. mother. Yeah, the, right. but the stand-in who did a lot of, oh. like, the leg work and the shower scene, she was murdered by a fan who oh, wanted to murdered. be... Yeah, the fan wanted to murder the stand-in from wow. Psycho. Did he stab her to death in the shower? It killed her, but then it turned out that the woman he killed, even though she was listed as the stand-in, was only there for lighting setups. So he killed the wrong stand-in. He, kill, he killed the stand-in to the stand-in. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How crazy is that? Well, Jamie Lee Curtis survived the curse. Not Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she was the original Scream Queen. Her, her oh, mother. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Bull, Bull's coming up with some brand new curse of his own. This yeah, Scream Queen the, the, curse. the curse of Psycho. Okay. The Psycho curse. So that's Poltergeist. I don't know. Sam Raimi uh, is the producer. Gil Kennan, mm-hmm. who was a director at Monster House. They're trying to contemporize this thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to do terribly well. What do you What do you think? Thirteen million? Oof. I, I don't know. I don't think it's the t- right time of year for people who want to go see horror. May's not the right month for horror. It's a PG thirteen horror movie, though. Yeah, I just think there's too much other stuff out in the box office. Has there been a PG thirteen horror movie recently that's done well? That's been out. I guess was that uh, Unfriended? Was that PG thirteen? I think so. Okay. All right. I mean, generally, right. if it's PG-13 horror, I instantly tune out. All right, so what do you do if uh, you want to go to the Redbox? If you want to go to Redbox, uh, there's a pretty good action movie, Taken 3, <laughs> the final film in this trilogy, starring Liam Nielsen, uh, also directed by uh, a wait, guy wait, named wait, wait. Megaton. Nielsen? Nielsen. That's Leslie's brother. It's Nielsen. Nielsen. Needles, I'm practicing for when I lose the box exactly. office challenge. <laughs> get, get, get your names in. Don't use that one, though. But the director's last name of this is Megaton. He sounds like he should be in a Mad Max movie. I know. He's like a, a Morton the Megaton. Here I am. I call on you to come to see my movie. The weirdest thing with this Taken movie is no one is taken in it. They're left? Is a frame for the murder of his wife. So he's on the run. He's got to hunt down her killer. No, they, they've, t- they've taken his reputation. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you don't want your reputation taken, man. That's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, so, you get interested? Those don't really interest me. I much prefer the little harder action movie. I mean, Liam Nielsen is okay, but, you know. It's Neeson. 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 Yeah, I know. Now Bull's got me doing it. <laughs> I like All he's right, hitting well, the Charles Bronson phase of his career. Where he's turning into a bigger action star the older he gets. No, that's not that. Bull, that is not what happened. Bruce Willis. Huh? Charles Bronson was a was a action movie star his whole career. Yeah, but he's known for Death Wish. If you say Charles Bronson action movie, the first thing people say is Death Wish. All right, maybe. You might be right. Yeah, I'd go with Magnificent Seven. What is the second action movie you think of when you hear Charles Bronson? Death Wish 2. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, so this is the movie you should see, Mr. Uh, Magastar and all of the listeners out there. This is my Amazon Prime pick of the week. Uh, because I don't know if you've seen it or not. And this is a call to forward to Mad Max, which is a, ostensibly a movie where the title character plays a supporting role. So the title character in this movie for my Amazon Prime pick of the week is Joe. David Gordon Green's movie uh, from 2013 that made one of my top ten lists that year, or like I think second or third, mm-hmm. uh, starring Nicolas Cage as the titular Joe, but he's not the main character. The main character is played by Ty Sheridan, this kid named uh, Gary in the movie, and his his father is played by uh, Gary Poulter, who was a homeless guy that they found. Mm-hmm. They they said, hey, man, you'd be perfect for this role as uh, Wade, a.k.a. G-Dog. <laughs> and uh, we want you to be in this in this movie. And I think he could have won an award. And he had a promising career ahead of him, but then he died shortly thereafter. It's his first and only movie role at the age of probably the ripe old age of 68 or 70, maybe. Yeah, there's something about early 60s for turning into a movie star like Liam Nielsen. <laughs> My guess is when you're 60 years old and, you're, and your alias is G-Dog, you're, you already got problems. So, But anyway, Joe, it's a great movie. That's my Amazon Prime pick of the week. Now, then what if you have other streaming services, right, so like, say, the good old Netflix? Well, Nicole C. Is, has been the one that's been asking me to, to recommend Netflix. So I have an, another segment. It's called NetPicks. If you have Netflix, do you have Netflix? There? I do, so, I do. All right, you might appreciate this. Have you heard of Scrotal Recall? It sounds like something I don't want to be a party to. The worst thing about this is the title. And it's it's a ridiculous pun. And it doesn't really give you a very good feel for how, how funny it is. It's a, it's a British comedy. It's one of those Channel 4 comedies that came out last year, but they're calling it a Netflix original mm. uh, TV show because they bought the rights for it and they're putting it out. Um, in the So a movie called Scrotal Recall is a parody of the Philip K. Dick story, Total Recall. No, it's no kind of parody at all. What happens oh, it's is, not a parody of Total Recall. Oh, okay. No, no it's uh, this guy finds out he's got chlamydia, and he has to go back into his past and tell all the women that he slept with that he has chlamydia. It's just kind of what you do in a genteel society like the Brits have. Wasn't there just actually, a movie a, like that? Yeah, there have been, like, this is, a, this is a similar theme that's been played out, but they do it really well because, and I'll tell you why, the main actor is a, kid, a guy named Johnny Flynn, who's sort of a cross between uh, Owen Wilson and a Trey Parker. Mm-hmm. He kind of looks like him, kind of acts like him. There's even a whole lot of references, like small references to, uh, to uh, the guy that, that Lumsden likes, the director. Uh, Wes Anderson? Yeah, there's a lot of Wes Anderson-y stuff in it. They even have posters of his movies around, and they'll play music over certain key sequences. <clears throat> and uh, But it's it's a heck of a lot funnier. The, the, it's really rapid fire, the repartee and the exchanges between Johnny Flynn and Antonia Thomas plays a girl who sort of pines after his affections, and she's young and pretty cute and interesting. She just seems like an interesting person to know. And it's only a half-hour show. It's like a 24-minute show. There's only six of them. I started watching it yesterday because I thought that Nicole C. might like it, mm-hmm. and I watched the whole thing. 
Nice. I just stayed and watched the whole thing. My dog and I just sat there. We loved it. Scroll Recall. Does the... uh that picks. Does she have chlamydia as well? No, I don't... Oh, that's some sort of spoiler. That, that's that's a key thing in the middle of oh, the of okay. thing. I don't want to spoil it at all. The third character in it, I don't have his name here, but he is the... He's sort of the Lothario of the whole thing. He plays like... He's like a young Hugh Grant, only more interesting in terms of his behaviors, more idiosyncratic, maybe, and uh, but very charming. And he comes across as a very, very funny guy. I had to watch it with subtitles. I watched one show without subtitles, and I didn't catch any of the real funny jokes. But, like, the opening line is, um, well, you've tested positive for chlamydia. And the guy says, well, that's not very positive at all. <laughs> so it's that sort of humor in it. Very British. Yeah. Very British, very dry, but very rapid. I mean, and, and there's a lot of sight gags, pretty good cinematography. Netflix, Netpicks. That's my Netpicks. Very nice. So um, we're split on Tomorrowland, if you're going to theaters. Uh, we have one vote nay, one vote yay, one vote maybe. Uh, none of us are excited about Poltergeist. Uh, if you're going to go by the Red Box, pick up something, we're saying grab Taken 3. Uh, on Netflix, you should get Scrotal Recall. Uh, watch all six episodes of season one. And if you're doing Amazon, there's always Joe to go watch. Yes. Well, uh, that's a good show. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Magastar. Will you stick around for our Mad Max review for... Absolutely wouldn't you miss it. Episode right. uh, 46. And uh, L-Train, thank you for joining me. Thank you, sir. This is uh, Mr. Two Frames signing off. There be dragons. Pox at Bowen, everybody. I gotta say, that's the squeakiest. Thing. Did that pick up any of his squeaks? I think. Oh, yeah, this. That's oh. Oh. That sounds. I don't like remember it squeaking for you. Well, see, I kept myself very still. Oh. I'm not a fidgety person, yeah. <laughs> like the Mac is. Well, you'd be fidgety too if you just watched Mad Max again.